What's going on, everybody? This is Bennett, and this is back to Are You Trying to Win? And yes, I got the homie back with me, AJ. Say what's up, AJ. What's going on? What's going on? Glad to be a part of the show again. All right, now look. So AJ hit me up a couple days ago. He was like, he has a great topic to talk about. So AJ, tell him what it is. Well, I was sitting around, and uh, I was trying to get things done. And then I got to thinking about what is it that blocks your enthusiasm from wanting to accomplish what you know you want to accomplish and um some would say it's procrastination some would say it's being lazy um but that's the question you mm-hmm. know like how, how how do you how do you overcome that yourself whenever you you just have that one thing that you want to do but something in your mind is just saying. Yeah, you, you you know it's like you ever had those days whenever you like you just got so much to do and you like, you know what? I, I need to take a nap. You know, <laughs> you ever had those days? Yeah. Yeah. So it, so yeah. one thing I can say is like <laughs> I think what it is is that you know, uh you know that you have to do something and procrastination kicks in. So to me, procrastination is giving yourself a break. From something that you know you have to do, because like if you go to work and, and it's like, oh, you know you're supposed to do this one thing, but you procrastinate because you're trying to give yourself a break before you even <laughs> do it. So that's why I look at procrastination. Let's say like for instance, like uh, you got clothes, you just got finished washing them, right? Yeah. Instead of folding them right then and there, yeah. what you gonna do? Probably gonna put them in a basket and let them sit in the basket. And you probably pick your clothes from the basket for like two or three days. And you're like, man, I'm going to fold these clothes. But first, I got to put them back in the dryer to get the wrinkles out. <laughs> and then when you finally do it, it take you like five minutes. You're like, yeah. dang, I should have been done. I should have done when they were hot. Exactly, exactly. So um, for me, like one thing, how I try to go straight through, I set little small goals on like doing little things so for instance like let's say like the clothes thing again like okay my goal is to I'm gonna fold all the shirts first then I'll fold all this so it's like being very specific on what to do so you you just gotta set little goals to achieve what you're about to do to me that helps me just like uh for me like doing cardio i hate cardio i would literally look at the treadmill look at the stairmaster for like a good 10 minutes before i go do it but then once i get up there like all right so i'm gonna do this for five for five minutes and then i'm up it for five minutes so then it helps the time go by faster so I'm just setting little goals throughout the whole task. That makes sense. That makes sense. I know for uh, for something that I've been trying to do, it's more so like trying to set my mind, my 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 mental space on a on a on a more focused path. If that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I research meditation. Mm-hmm. And um, hey, I love meditation, I, man. What I did, what I did this morning was I sat right here, turned on some meditation music. Not too loud. Matter of fact, this 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 was my experience. So I sat in the seat. I kept my I had my feet straight on the ground, like both flat on the ground. You'd be surprised how often they're not flat on the ground together. And then um, 
I focused on keeping my back in good posture, my neck straight, and I breathe in, out, inhale, exhale. So amongst my time of doing that, I started to notice my mind because my mind was supposed to be clear. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, dang, the, t- the, the music's too loud. So, you know, I turned the music down. Mm-hmm. Then I got back to meditating. And as I started to begin to do it, I started to really focus on nothing. Mm-hmm. But just, just focusing on the breathing, like inhale, exhale, inhale, yeah. exhale. And I'd never done it that way. But but it was a it was a pretty interesting experience. But throughout the day, I started to notice myself whenever I would lose focus on something, mm-hmm. I would regain it much quicker than if I if I would not have been kind of measuring how much I get deferred from what I'm thinking about. And hey, you you want to know what's funny though? <laughs> Is that we can tell when we're getting off track. Yeah. It's like, for instance, we could have a task at hand that all of a sudden something will pop up or just you just want to look at your phone for some reason. And it's like, you know, your phone didn't go off at all. But you're like, I'm going to look at it for a little while. The next thing, you know, 10 minutes is gone. Yeah. So it's like we can tell when we get off track and we allow it. Yeah. That, yeah. But. But 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 what you were saying, if you meditate and get your mind focused on focusing, yeah, you can get back on task faster. Well, what it what it was what it was mentioning is how, whenever you when you when you do this exercise, like I done it for eight minutes this morning. Mm-hmm. The first five, that's when I had all the distractions. I was trying to get the music right. Mm-hmm. I was trying to you know breathe, uh, inhale through my nose, exhale through my mouth. I was focusing mm-hmm. on those little things. Minutes five through eight. Was when I really started to to, to grasp. Yeah, it was, it was almost like I, it hit it had a point where I really didn't even have my eyes closed for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Five through eight, I had them closed, and it was like, dang, I thought I did have them closed, but mm-hmm. I kind of noticed those little things that you don't really pay attention to until you're in that moment to where you're paying attention to it. And uh, they say as you do this over time, your mind will do this naturally. You'll start to... Just automatically just trigger, boom. Yeah, exactly. Get back. And you, you do it faster, more more efficiently. See, man, the one thing I love about meditation, if anybody who meditates knows when this is happening, you ever just be meditating and you could be in a dark room, but all of a sudden it gets real bright? I don't know. I all right, look. All right, so <laughs> once you start meditating real good, once you get that down, <laughs> you could be meditating. That all of a sudden, it's like a white, bright light is just there, and it makes you want to open your eyes because you're like, "Yo, is somebody like putting a light on me or something?" Uh, but no, nah, it's it's just really like your mind is clear. It's like one of the greatest feelings. It really is. It's like you're just. Your mind just total clear, and it's like you wonder, are you even still sitting there? <laughs> I can't make this up. I can't make this up. Like meditating is like is to me, it's like a high. Like that's and I, and I used to think that I was meditating when I was running, but then somebody was like, you can't be moving when you're meditating. Mm-hmm. And no, uh, you gotta be still. But while I was doing it, like this was literally like my first official time, and it didn't seem hard. You know, it was like, cause I like typically when I'm running and I'm defeat, I'm, I'm fighting the, the urge to quit. 
mm-hmm. that right there I felt like made my mind strong enough to at least be able to to sit and be still because mm-hmm. that's can sometimes be hard like shutting your mind up like you know like, like look here I'm taking control <laughs> we're gonna finish this half mile yeah and then we can then we can take this break yeah exactly exactly yeah, just like that time check came on the hill, right? Hey, man, I was thinking about that earlier, too. Because yeah, I was like, I, I should have told you the end of it and said, let's race. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, you should have. See, I, for those who don't know, yeah, he got this nice little track with this steep-ass hill on it. And um, it's my first time. I was like, yeah, I was going to go for a walk. But, hey, yeah, if you're trying to jog, let's go. And uh, he's like, yeah, you go all the way down, then you go up the hill. So me, I was like, all right, so once you go up the hill, it's all over. It's done. So I pretty, to me, I got to where I thought it was up the hill. <laughs> I talked and turned around and looked at him. He said, no, keep going. I'm like, oh, okay. So then I keep running, I keep running, I turn around. He said, oh, keep going. Keep going to the asphalt stop. I'm like, okay, now, okay, now I know it's when the asphalt stop. <laughs> and then the asphalt stop a good half a mile later. Yeah, he got me. Well, I tell you towards what, the end though. I, I tell you what, listeners, comment on it if you if you feel. But um, if you're jogging with somebody and they on the trail, he knows that, that person knows the trail very well, and y'all are neck and neck, and then they just gear it down out of nowhere. Wouldn't you want to think why in the world they gear it down? <laughs> nope. Nope. Me, I'm like, yeah, this man, this cake right here, this cake. Yeah, I done got up this hill. Yeah, man. Oh, we done? No, no, keep going. I'm like, okay. Done now? Nope, keep going. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> All right. Last 20 feet sprint. <laughs> so, boy. Hey, man. That, that, to me, that, to me, helps my mental space like just as much as meditation. That push. Yeah. I gotta have it. Gotta have it. I that feel like person. I was I was giving the body, I was giving the mind for it. Mm-hmm. If you got it, use it. If you don't, because we all know what that happens if you don't. So. Yeah, they say if you don't use it, you lose it. Right? <laughs> yeah, man, for real. And I don't want to lose it. I work too hard to have it. True, true <laughs> that, true that. Yo, man, I got, I got a good question for you. How do you set your short term goals compared to your long term goals? My short term are more so what can I accomplish today? Like what can I what can I get out here and get done and have it done by the end of the week or by the end of the day. Now my long term would be like something that I can't necessarily get today, but I can still have those short term things that can get me closer to it. Okay. So so with that being said, let's say like you have a short-term goal and procrastination kicks in, what do you do? I have to think about why do I have that short-term goal and and, and who am I letting down? Because I don't like to let down nobody. Damn sure I don't let let down myself. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of things come into play and it depends on how important it is. Not saying that, you know, my short-term goal isn't important, but what what is what is what is taking in place of me actually doing it? Like what is the procrastination doing? Like mm-hmm. not sleeping, because 
for some reason sleeping just don't feel right when I'm sleeping in the daytime. For real? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mary, now that you got to get that good power now. And, and you know, that, that's, what I was, that's what I was going to speak on earlier. Because, you know, is for me, listening to music, listening to, you know, successful people, resting is not good unless it's at nighttime for your for your six to eight hours. Mm-hmm. Me personally I do about four and I'm fine I'm fine. Um but then if you go past like if you if you do more resting then you're wasting your time. You know, how do you feel about taking that nap on the Well <laughs> Well this this is one thing that I have learned. So with me being like in the gym all the time, a lot of people think you're supposed to work out six or seven days a week. But you actually need to have at least two rest days because you have to give your body time to recuperate. So rest in anything is key. Like uh, vacation, you got to have those because you have to take a break. Let's say if you work all the time, you have to take a break from working to get your mind back to itself. You have to reset. If you don't, you won't realize how grateful your life is because you like when you get old yeah I spent all my time at work baby I don't know like you didn't even enjoy life you worked all the time yeah so you got to take rest or break from work I even me personally I even say like you have like if you're in a relationship you may have to take one day off from your relationship <laughs> I like that no you it, it's yeah. funny though but you kind of yeah. do because you gotta take that one day to yourself let's say like for instance y'all been dating say like four years straight right y'all just dating four years straight wake up to each other day after day after day after day after day and uh-huh. you already know this person you're gonna say, yeah, because she already went to work and she don't like Christina already. Yeah. So when she come in, hey babe, <laughs> let me go in. Let me tell what Christina did. Oh yeah, baby, she did that. Mm, oh yeah. You said what Christina did. <laughs> <laughs> so see, my thing is like if you take that one day separate from yourself, like hey, look, you go out with your ladies tonight. I'm gonna go out with my fellas. And we just have a good time, and then when we come back home, let's let's talk about like, yo, what did you experience? Because now we actually have stories instead of you keep saying about Christina and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like in relationships, you bring it back that miss factor. You know, I, I was talking to a girl. She um she actually, and I I had to, this is the main reason why she I was talking to a girl mm-hmm. like um she actually used to do things to to that she knew I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of change pace of the kind of, of the of the chemistry, mm-hmm. and I, I I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. I mean, if if it's peaceful, let it be peaceful. Let, let's see how long it can be peaceful. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because I know somewhere down the line I'm gonna do something to mess it up, anyways. Mm-hmm. So why would you? You know, it's like <laughs> it's like you already know that you do something to get on her nerves, even though she won't come out and say it. Say that one time. It's like you know that you do something to get on that person's nerves, but it, that's just you being you. But that person just doesn't like it, and they won't bluntly come out and say it. That's not what I'm talking about. But I get what you're saying. So I was more so speaking on like um, I had an occasion to where um, I was at work, wasn't able to pick up my phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I look at my phone like maybe maybe fifteen minutes, 
and uh, I got like three or four text messages mm-hmm. cussing me out. Like, yo, like, what's going on? Like, you, you know, I was at work. Da da da. I'm a barber. You know, like, yeah. Check me out. You know, and this isn't the first time. And I told him already. Look, that's not cool when you do that. It kind of turns you off. Yeah, exactly. I, I can exactly. see that because if you know I'm at work, you should <laughs> you should respect that I'm at work. And if I get back to you, I got back to you at the proper time. Exactly, exactly. But you know. And that that I don't know that, that's that's a problem for me, man. Like, uh, that's so that's one of your pet peeves. Well, I mean, I mean, I feel like it'd be anybody' pet peeve. I mean, if somebody intentionally does something, does something that you know that can cause friction, mm-hmm. just to ruin the peace. No real I reason behind it except it's, for ruining the peace. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you on that, but. Yeah, see, I got you because you you don't really you don't really post anything anywhere, like on Instagram, Snapchat, <laughs> none of that. So you can't get like let's say for instance you sent a text thirty minutes ago, and you like oh well she may be busy, and then you check your phone and you see that she posted something fifteen minutes ago. You like hold on man, if you in your phone, <laughs> yeah. like so you just gonna straight ignore my yeah. text like okay. You got you. But when you text somebody in the middle of their haircut, I'm yeah. not gonna stop my service to respond to them. Text. Yeah, That's see, it's not professional. Yeah, so person. it's like, yeah, I, I see what you're saying because you know, <laughs> like, I ain't gonna lie, there's some girls who do that. Like, you may text them. You like, man, man, I know I texted. Did you check? Like, yeah, yeah, it's been 30 minutes ago. That thing you see her posted up. Hey, da da. Five minutes ago, you're like, hold on, I, I see your text. Like, so, <laughs> like I know you seen me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn. Okay, I got you on that. Yeah. Yeah, but that 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 was that was, that was just a scenario situation, um, you know. So. Mm. <laughs> man, usually you hit me with a question. Man, usually hit me with a question. I hit you with one. Hit me with a question. Throw something at me, man. Yeah, I put you on the spot. Well, I tell you what, since the election just passed by, you know, how do you feel? And I don't know how how much you get into politics, but how do you feel about, um, you know, the uh, Senate still being Republicans? And now that we have the House as Democrats, oh, I, I don't know if you're a Democrat or not. But uh, man, you know me. Uh, uh, I, I dabble a little bit in the politics. I always say when I when I when I grew up, I may want to be a politician, maybe. You know, it's funny you said that. I told I, I told my dad a year ago. I said I'm running for president in 2042. Oh, uh. <laughs> hey, I, I just I feel like you know I feel like I could do it. But uh, man, it's um with. That difference, man, you already know that they're going to be buttonheads the whole time. Yeah. They're going to be buttonheads, and it it may be at a standstill to where we can't see too much progress or the progress that we need to see within our state. Well, with that being said, what we see in regression these past couple of years, with it being all Republican. Me personally, I haven't seen any growth in in my area. 
Mm. So I'll probably say, yeah, it will be regression. Like, one thing I've noticed when I was in downtown Raleigh the other day, you can see the difference or you know what part of the neighborhood you're in just by the sidewalk. That's crazy. That's crazy. Because, like, let's say, like, okay, you're right by the PNC Plaza in downtown Raleigh, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And once you get one block down by the McDonald's, that's only one block away. It's over. The sidewalk <laughs> is no longer together. It's cracked. It's all uneven. They don't care about it. So it's like, shouldn't you care about the whole downtown Raleigh? Nah. And is, are you on, are we only focusing on certain areas? I mean, it, it, it goes back to how the foundation of all this started. At the end of the day, yeah, we're progressing, we're moving forward, we're moving forward. But the foundation hasn't really deferred too much. And I feel like the with the way everything is set up with the laws and, and how the process and procedure of some of these development places and development companies go, mm-hmm. unfortunately, it's just how that's just how the cookie crumbles in that direction. You know? But that's that's the foundation of it. All right. So, well, then, what could we do as people to change that? Address it. I feel like we have, but have we? I don't really hear much about um, gentrification on the news or nobody really coming forefront because downtown is literally flushed everybody out. Like down down on Newburn Avenue, where mm-hmm. I, where I cut at. That area, it got horrible, but when they first started, it was nice. And I heard it. They're trying to turn it into a North Hills. Yeah, they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, they are. The gentrification gingerv- is it's, it's, it's Because wicked. it's like, like, if you ever notice, like, look where, uh, uh, you did sell from New Bern. Also, look over there, like, man, like, ever since they put out that uh, Morgan Street food hall down there, man, it's like... They I, they put up those nice condos, also by Raleigh Boulevard where Washington Terrace was. It's like they are tearing that down and building condos, pushing all the people, the low income and low income people out to bring in more, pretty much luxurious condos. Like into I see the area. I see some houses coming from downtown that are literally. Across the street, like you said, mm-hmm. from from from, uh, from a um, you know uh, at risk neighborhood, mm-hmm. and like these houses were like magazine houses. I mean, the square box, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the whole crib was electronic. You know what I mean? I'm and, just like, what in the world? And the thing about it, you know how much those homes are going for? It's probably one point two mil. Yes, exactly. It. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. And you know that they're going in and buying those homes dirt cheap. Like the original homes that have been there for years when it first started, uh-huh. they're going to go in there. This is what they've been doing, going in there and offering the homeowner like fifty thousand dollars cash. And a lot of times, to that homeowner, that is the most money that they've ever seen or ever ever heard of. So, if that's the most you ever seen or ever heard of, what are you going to do? 
Yeah, that money gone. Yeah, most of the time you're going to take the money, all right, boom, have the house. What they're going to do is either they're going to refurb the house or demolish the house and put up a new house, and it's automatically already above a quarter mil, over half a mil already. Shit's ridiculous, man. Education sales, read books. And the the really key is uh, to be financial literate. For sure. Because sure. there's some people who don't know anything about interest rates. That's for sure. Like, if you, if you were to buy a car, is is ten percent interest a good a good rate? Nah, <laughs> not at all. Yeah, but there's a lot of people but who I mean, actually. It's some people who like that the interest rate goes up like that because of credit score. But if you're with certain banks, like state employees, um, the interest rate doesn't get no higher than like like a two point three. Yeah. Or a three. Yeah. For a used vehicle. But my thing is, these people some people actually have decent credit. They have like like a seven hundred. That's actually fair. And they're still paying that's more than fair. That's, they that's still like, all right, like, they still paying ten percent interest because the dealer told them like yeah you got to pay ten percent and well, you got and you got to put money down. I think a lot of that comes to like having dealership game. Mm-hmm. Dealers, I hate getting on dealerships, man. Like the next car I buy, I'm gonna have my money. I'm gonna talk them down, and I'm gonna know what I'm gonna buy. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let them. Kind of, cause like, I got a friend who's a dealer, who's a car salesman. He, mm-hmm. he does pretty well for himself. Not to not what he do, but they 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 they're cutthroat. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I, I put it like this: my car, the original tag on it was nine five. Mm-hmm. By the time I left the dealership, I was paying twelve five. How did it go from that? How did nine five to twelve five? Nine five to twelve five, and um. He ended up getting me for all the all the, the extra insurance, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They sold it, made it sound good. And I, and I get it, you know what I'm saying? Insurance, I'm an insurance agent, so I understand having insurance. But in the same sense, like, if you feel like that I'm truly not going to need this, then like... Why are you going to sell it to me? Exactly, exactly. So, you know, it's just like, it, it, I don't feel that there's no real, like, good heart in that in that sales in that sales industry you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying like what I do you know we have some there's, there's some people like that but for me as you say you taking it through the golden years right you taking it through the golden years <laughs> man like I, I, I want to be you know I, you receive a, a car from me on Christmas like mm-hmm. I, I, AJ was thinking about me you know what I mean mm-hmm. like that's I, I'm somebody that I want to continue to keep the relationship going mm-hmm. I don't want to I'm not I don't want to go to a salesman where so they sell boom you never see me again Boom, I'm out. Because that, that, that type of salesman is going, he don't care. You know what I'm saying? As soon as that money gets in his pockets, the deal is done. Like, oh, nah. Nah, that's why I don't like dealerships. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think we're going to wrap it up on that topic right there. We're going to wrap it up here. Hey, what's, what's the name of the podcast? The greatest podcast ever made? Greatest podcast ever made. Yeah, yeah. What's the name of it? Are you trying to win, right? Are you trying to win? Uh, You know you are. I'll holler at y'all later.